Hello, and welcome to the Geekiest Podcast, where we sit around and talk to our friends about all things geeky, all the while giving each other geek points to determine who is the geekiest. Hey, welcome to the Geekiest. I'm Pete, and I'm thinking of something witty to say. Hi, this is Joe, and um, I am a Disney Plus subscriber. Hi, this is Kayla, and I'm now obsessed with Baby Yoda. And hey, this is Nakia, and I'm the thing that was in Django Fett's helmet. Oh! Yeah. That explains why there was no blood that fell out of that That's helmet. exactly why. I was really curious. I know. Oh, you've been holding out. I, I, I didn't know that. Well, hi. Welcome, Nakia, to our table. Thank you, thank you. Um, so Nakia is our guest this week. Um, Nakia is illustrator, comic book artist, all-around geek, uh, on a personal note, I consider him to be my personal rival through life, like the way oh, wow. you have your your main character in Pokemon, and then you have your rival. Oh, nice! Nikki is my rival. Am I Gary? Yeah, uh, yeah, that is it. Is it? <laughs> right, Gary? Wait, that that makes you Ash. That makes me Ash. Wow. I'm the whiniest, wow. most disorganized pro in the world. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... So does that make me one of the the nurses or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I was gonna say you could be like um like my Brock, but you might no you 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 two collectively are kind of a a Brock and a Misty in my life. I was Aww. gonna say yeah, okay. we're, we're kind of Brock and Misty. Yeah, we can nice. go with Brock's that. like completely useless. Well, so um, what were we, <laughs> Nikia? We were introducing Nikia. Nikia, let's let's yeah. let's change the subject and talk about him. He's our guest. Let's talk about him. All right, so let's talk about Nikia. So as uh, as we like to do, uh, you know, every every good geek has an origin story. So uh, except for Pete. So oh. uh, let's get your your origin story. I popped in the world fully. My uh, my origin story into geekness. Um, okay, I. Uh, it started with my dad. He left me, uh, I say left me like he passed away. He didn't. He, uh, he had a giant comic book collection and he gave it to me one day. And it was hundreds of books. It was uh, Conan, Superboy, Legion of Superheroes, all the old, old stuff. Uh, because of that, Conan's my favorite comic book character, believe that or not. Um, wow. Commandi, the last boy on earth, just like all the, the C and D level comic books, but I love them all. And then one day, years later, my, uh, my mom threw them all away. Oh no. Yeah. I just tossed them in the trash. Oh, Tale as old as time. And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I don't care anymore. So th- I kind of jumped out of comics and then I played more video games and stuff like that. And it wasn't until, uh, and I'm going to date myself. Uh, so here goes that. Uh, Give him a second. He's using the calculator. <laughs> senior year, senior year high school. Uh, my mom went to a comic shop and uh, asked a guy uh, what was hot. So that was right around the t- time that Image was in its early boom. Ooh. So she bought me Wildcats number one, Young Blood number one, uh, a Spawn book. I don't think it was one of the first couple, and then uh, 
Jim Lee's X-Men number one run when he got the, his own title. Oh, nice. Wow. So she gave me those books and and I don't know if you guys remember those books, but like Wildcats and that X-Men book were like amazing and it yeah. blew me away. Uh, and I was already drawing by then, uh, but Jim, seeing Jim Lee's art kind of got me hooked and then my giant comic collection that I have now spawned from those handful now, of books that she bought me. Now remind me, was the Jim Lee... I say reboot in a very loose term. It wasn't really a reboot, but renumbering. Yeah. Uh, the point at which they started redesigning them in what would become like the style that most the people are 90s, familiar with, like the animated yeah. series kind of style. Look That's where that all came from. Nice. That Jim Lee with those pouches in her legs that did nothing. Oh my God. <laughs> the 90s loved pouches. <laughs> and pouches and pockets that no one ever went in. And jackets. Everybody had a jacket. Rogue had a jacket. True. Yeah. Uh, unnecessary. It's cold in, in, in northern New York. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. the moon. So uh, that that's where all of my my comic love spawned from, I guess. Getting that that those handful of books and seeing Jim Lee's art, and and this is before that, I was reading like old stuff. So um, all that old art. So mom redeemed herself by getting you more oh, comics. Yeah. She, Very cool. Like my collection exploded after that. Um, I've lost a couple of books to like flooding and and stuff mm. like that, but I still have like a sizable collection now. Um, I just, it's just, you know, I'm never going to get tired of, of comics and as a medium. Um, Very cool. So yeah, that's my origin story. So when did you start drawing? You said you were already drawing at that point. I was already drawing. How did you start drawing? Cause I know that you're big into illustrating and stuff and I, I love your work. Um, sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. I was, I decided, uh, after wanting to be a stuntman, which is what my original passion I was like, I'm gonna be a stuntman. Uh, and then in sixth grade, I wanted to be a neurophysicist. Let, let the uh, record show Kayla just did like a touchdown dance. <laughs> <laughs> she did. said stuntman. Uh, so I was gonna, I was studying, I like the brain. I'm still like to this day fascinated by the brain and the things that the brain can do and, and why memories do the things that memories do. Um, and I wanted to be a neurophysicist and I was in an art class and I had done a sketch and then uh, by this time I, I had traced a lot growing up, but I was so good at it that I would sit in art class and then someone would name a transformer and I would draw that transformer or name a Joe and I would draw that Joe. And it's because I had traced him so much that I knew even to this day, like I could draw Optimus Prime and Megatron easily. Um, But I just did that for fun. And then my teacher was like, oh, you should be an artist. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I should do that. It's like, no, you can draw, you should do it. And then I took a couple of more art classes and I got put in an, uh, an art program and then uh, a magnet program for art. And then that was it. Uh, ever since then, I, I just drew and never looked back. So I realize this is uh, a weird thing. I mean, I, I know there's not really space on the scoreboard for this, but I'd like to throw out a geek point to Nakia's teacher for encouraging <laughs> yes. a kid to yeah. be drawing yeah. Transformers, etc. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, how often do you get like, what are you doing? You shouldn't be drawing. We're trying to do class and pay attention. And this is somebody who was actually like fostering. Yeah, draw. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Cultivate it. Yeah. yeah, I was uh, well, so th- Pete. Take a note on that one for one year. You know, in your teaching career, somewhere somewhere down the road. That <laughs> oh, you I'm sure. Actually, encourage the creativity well, of your students. I'm always like, "What are you doing? You should be watching me." <laughs> Don't you understand? This is all about me. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, on on that vein, I was thinking about it too. Is is both Nakia's parents, respectively, in their own way, encouraged 
yeah. that. And that's an incredible thing to have parents that encourage you in the arts and encourage yeah. you in all of this crazy, crazy geekdom. But what's incredible is as we've sat here throughout all of our, our episodes and talked to people, a good portion of them cite their parents yeah. as those that have pushed them forward in that. And I, I think that's that's to be noted you know that our parents are not all completely insane they did help us out you know (laughs) and i know that for a lot of people out there out and about in in podcast land and and a lot of those who listen to us and a lot of those that we interact with um for a lot of people you are the young people who are like my parents don't understand me my parents don't encourage (laughs) and you're probably right in a lot of cases that's true you know i can't speak for everybody's circumstance but just hold on to that and remember that in the circumstance in which you as 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 a young geeky person who likes whatever you happen to like mm. art D gaming etc all M&A. of these <laughs> all anime all of these things that you know you will get the opportunity to foster that in in your own kids maybe one day in your friends and uh, you know, be being supportive and encouraging of those around you to yeah. to uh, to yeah, to meet that life head on. Absolutely, and that's kind of part of what the point of the show is. You yeah. Know? In fact, you just uh, you were just telling me you, you can talk about it now. The right the uh, show you just did. Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh, I'm part of a group uh, called the Three Thousand Brigade. Uh, you can like Google us. Uh, we're a cosplay acting troupe, and uh, our writer slash director. Uh, Aaron is brilliant and uh, every every year we put on a show and we've never done the same show twice uh, technically never uh, but usually in January she gets the script done and then she gives us all the phone calls to invite us and then it's six hardcore months of rehearsing uh, this show we rehearse three times a week uh, some of those rehearsals lasted until midnight and then uh, we put the show on at Anime EY this last weekend. So uh, it was really good. Like we, there's a lot of acting and, and choreography and dancing and, and fights and stunt stuff. I love um, it's, a, it's a good group of people too. Like I, I have always, I followed the group for a long time. Uh, we've been around since 2007. Uh, they've been around and I think I've been part of the troupe for maybe nine or ten years now and uh, I the first uh, show I ever did because I followed them forever and the, the only way to get into it is to like you know you have to stalk Aaron and be like hey I want to be part of the show can I be part of the show and she calls me one day and she says do you really want to be in the show and I said yeah and she says okay you're going to be playing someone from True Blood so I was like oh man I love Lafayette so I had my Lafayette accent down I was like I was ready to go and then I showed up for the the read through and uh, found that I was Tara so <laughs> I was not prepared for that so I was like all right let's see how this goes so uh the first two characters I ever played uh were Tara from True Blood wow yeah wow I got to give a geek point for yeah. that for all of that that's that's so cool. The fact that that exists at all is amazing. If oh, that had been around when I was a kid, oh man. I know. I had no nothing like this when I was growing up yeah. either. <laughs> yeah. So in this most recent show, uh, tell us about your direct involvement. I um. So I got to actually provide insight on some of the actual skits uh, that were were happening in it, and uh, I got to do a lot of the dance choreography with um, my friend Ani. Uh, my friend Anthony and then um, this I think the, uh, this the most characters I ever played was in this show I was 
playing myself as Mario. Because um, th this this uh, show was all built like Saturday Night Live. So we, we were actually playing ourselves, playing characters. Oh. It's very Inception. So, yeah, it was super Inception. So I was Mario. I was male Bowser. And I have to say it as male Bowser because uh, before I was Bowser, which I think the, the first time I was Bowser was maybe four shows ago, there's always been a female Bowser in the show. And she's always been the Bowser. So I was a clone of her four shows ago. At this point, is the nomenclature not Bowsette? <laughs> this is predates Bowsette, though. I've been on the internet, yes, yeah, but this... words evolve, and we're now acknowledging that it's Bowsette. Bowsette. Uh, who else did I play? I played uh, part of a drag group, uh, so I had to buy a dress, and that's a funny story. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought you said I was playing part of a dragon. And oh, no. I was going to ask, were you the tail? Like Drag one of the group. wings? Was it like Devastator from Transformers? <laughs> no. How were you part of a drag? Okay, I'm sorry. I was in me. drag. I misunderstood. <laughs> I'm no. sorry. I misheard I'm, I'm, you. I'm just going to drop a geek point oh. on you for Devastator. Uh, oh, oh yeah. I thought you were dropping a geek point from me for misunderstanding. No, no, no. no. no, no. Oh, I'll uh, take it. Thank you. No, because initially, initially when you, he started, I was like, did a dragon? That's awesome. I'm just imagining this huge thing. And I was like, I was like, oh, wait, no, he said drag group. Okay. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I want to hear the dress. Yeah, no, I need to hear this story now. Yes. He said yes to the dress. I did. I'm sorry for that tangent because I also want to hear this. I was also Lego Boba Fett and Lando Calrissian. Nice. Nice. The dress story. Okay. It's, it's a funny story that I, I've been talking about it all weekend. Like, uh, so I got this dress and we did a dress rehearsal and I didn't like my legs. I don't like my legs. So I decided I was gonna buy nylons. So I went to CVS and asked if they had nylons and they were like, yeah, so I bought a pair of pantyhose. I don't know the difference between them. I just grabbed the pair and oh I bought boy. them. So then uh, we're rehearsing and it's super hot. So I take my pants off and I pull the nylons on and it is the greatest feeling I've ever felt in my life. Like, <laughs> like it felt like all the fans in the room were on my legs and crotch. And then when I put oh. my pants on over them, it was even better. So all the women I, I saw, I was like, hey, is it like this the whole time when you're wearing these? And they're like, yeah, it's pretty much just like that. So uh, I might wear them forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is the most comfortable thing I've ever worn. That's awesome. And uh, huh. no one will know because, you know, they'll be under my pants. I, I have to say, I remember I... I, I I, I'm the one lone sports ball person here. <laughs> um, I, I, I played football in high school. I've, I've mentioned this a few times. And, Four uh, touchdowns in a single game for Polk High? Yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, a lot of the guys, especially growing up down here in South Florida and playing down here in South Florida, you know, some of the guys did wear – I don't know what the names were, but basically it was, it was athletic stockings. You know, it was like it was like a pair of pantyhose, either maroon or white, because that was our colors, or yeah. gold sometimes. Under you know, and they were like, "Oh, it keeps us cool." It, you know, it, it. And I was like, "Oh, okay." It is amazing. The interesting thing about that is that they go, they work both ways. They also, if you're wearing them when it's cold, they act like thin long johns, and they also keep you warm. Oh man. This is they're they're like multi. Why are we all not wearing these? Exactly. <laughs> you don't know that I'm not. Men everywhere. I hope you're listening to this. Just wear them. Put them on. They're amazing. But I'm not. I do feel like I've been missing out my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than it Long being like an secret. extra a, a extra layer of clothing to put on. 
Yeah, but I mean, Nikia makes it sound very attractive. It is. It was. Look at me. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you can even get like the control top, so it kind. Of I had like, a control top. Pushes in the pudge. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't know that. Sweet we put them Jesus. on. In there. <laughs> and one of my friends uh, is like, I think we're ending the show right now. Pete and I, we're going to be at the CVS. <laughs> I'm going to pick up some Spanx while I'm at it. <laughs> Like, one of my friends, she saw me. She's like, oh, you got the control top kind. I was like, I don't know. I just grabbed them off the shelf. <laughs> they were so good, though. <laughs> Welcome to the wonderful world of pantyhose. The geekiest. We experiment with pantyhose, so you don't have to. <laughs> You're just ready to go. Ready. <laughs> so. Yeah, so that was this week. I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> <don't even> <laughs> Uh, it was a good show, though. So uh, obviously, to see, yes, get some pantyhose. Right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, in a, in a large also, egg. Also, Clearly. I was just thinking the egg. They don't sell them in the eggs anymore. We're no. bringing the eggs back. Well, then I, I'm. Oh, <laughs> well, no, because that's extra plastic. We don't need in the universe. Okay. Exactly. Oh. But eggs. Did, wait. Okay. Did you just exactly on that? No. That was excruciating. <laughs> it like it. I, I think it was an exaggeration. Don't, don't start that meow. <laughs> but just that, for that you're going straight it, to shell. Oh, that that show will be probably edited and uploaded in about a month on YouTube. So. Cool. Awesome. We will definitely make sure definitely that we, look out we for plug it. that and yeah, all we'll of that. We'll definitely promote that when it gets up. So you were telling us it was a good show. It went well. It went super well. Uh, everybody loved it. Um, the crowd was went crazy. And then we do like a meet and greet afterwards where we, we talk and answer questions. But I love the show. Like it's a, it's a pain when it gets down to the wire because of all the rehearsing. But like the night of the show, you're just on the stage and, and nothing else matters. So I'm looking forward to the next one next year. So, yeah. So we may have to go see that. Absolutely. Do it. Yeah. I'll get you guys in. I'll get you tickets. I, I have not in general in the years that I've known you had a chance to go see the show. However, I have had the opportunity to see you cosplaying Lando Calrissian <laughs> numerous times in yes. the past. You are a <laughs> you're <laughs> down there. Easy enough. You know, maybe get out the spray bottle. <laughs> you're a brilliant Lando Calrissian. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And what I want to know now, because I have not seen you cosplay in the last year or two, it's been a little bit. So have you started to make the shift from classic Billy D. Williams to the more current Donald Glover, or are you sticking with the classics? I I thought about doing a Donald Glover, and I'm probably at some point, like if I have to do Lando in the next show, I'll, I'll probably put together our Donald Glover one. But like, I mean, it's Billy D. You can't go wrong with Billy no, D. No, I, I completely agree. Uh, I think you're you're more of a Billy D. I'm I'm gonna give you a key yeah. point for the fact that you cosplay Lando because that's I'm just, amazing. I'm just saying I don't believe there's a wrong answer on, on oh that there, answer. there is that that one you're totally it's a win-win situation and I'm kind of I'm really kind of excited to see Billy D and uh, <laughs> and Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I want to, but I don't think I'm gonna like it. <laughs> oh no! Don't don't say that until you watch it. If you watch it and you don't like it. You don't like it. I mean, I'm not. But gonna... if you go into it with that perspective, you're not gonna like. Look it. at me. You know they're gonna have to kill him off. I mean, and then I'm gonna have to riot. <laughs> <laughs> Everything dies, Nakia. No. I'm sorry. Spoiler no. alert to our fans. I'm uh, a big nihilist. Everything dies. You you heard why they're killing everybody off, right? Well, you have to make room for a new generation. Look at my face right now. The, look at my face right now. Did you not watch I, Last Jedi? Look at my face right kill now. Kill your past. <laughs> Your You're lucky there's a table between us. <laughs> <laughs> no, the word on the street is um, they they have to because uh, if they use any of the old characters, they have to cut Lucas and his wife a check. 
So, I had not heard that specifically. Yeah. Which is why none of the old uh, Galaxy's Edge doesn't have any of the. I thought when the they old had, guys. had bought it, like they just. Oh no, Lucas still gets royalties. Made a big old payment, uh, cut him a big old billion dollar check, and no, that was the end of it. No, no. and Fox still owns uh, Episode Four, the original cut of Episode Four, still owned by Fox. I feel oh wait, like I didn't know but that Disney bought Fox. Him. Yeah, Disney so bought I guess so Disney they own it by proxy. They only buy right. proxy. Yeah, they write right. them a check that they then just deposit in their own bank account. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah, let that, that sink in. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's it's it's, it's a, unless Fox kept that. No, uh, Fox Fox sold the the, the Disney whole, rights. Yeah, too? the whole All thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why uh, one of the big Disney Plus things is the New Hope that shows up on oh, Disney Lordy. Plus. No. The oh, McClunky. Man. The McClunky. Um, so, so we all remember the 97 abomination where Greedo somehow shot, pew, pew, um, <laughs> which is a mistake. It's supposed to be pew, one right. pew, <laughs> right. And then they tried to correct it and make it almost look simultaneous. Yeah. And that was the Blu-ray release. This release, which apparently they edited like five or so years ago, like Lucas went in before the before the sale, before the sale, and he added in Greedo saying McClunky, McClunky, because um, he, as one does. As, as, <laughs> how did I miss this? Well, I just, no, no, maybe I blocked it watched, out. You haven't watched the Disney Plus. Yeah, one. it's only on the Disney Plus one. Okay, I'm not. See, now I'm gonna have to watch it. And ugh. and 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 yeah. So this. And it, it's weird the timing of when he says it. Is he saying it like as he's shooting, before he's shooting? Is he giving a, a, a tip to Han that I'm about to shoot? As again, as one does. Well, I mean, but remember, in the expanded universe, it was made very clear that Greedo, not the best bounty hunter, bad guy. Well, but what expanded universe? Do we acknowledge the fact that Greedo is an incompetent buffoon? I mean, clearly he is, our friend McClunky there. Um, <laughs> but we threw out that Baby Yoda in the bathwater. Um, yeah, we do not throw out what? Baby Yoda no. in the bathwater. No, we throw out Baby Yoda. But anytime I was going to use the word baby, I just had to stick, stick no, the word Yoda after it. That's good um, but yeah, so, so that was... I saw that and I, I I haven't watched it. I'm I'm kind of like, can we just just stop messing? Oh no, with- they're never gonna do it because they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> me, they me hate us all. Oh, me personally, because like, listen, I have done some imitations and, and I have an impersonation of of Lucas. I do. I kind of understand why he might hate me. Now's a good time for that if you want to throw that in here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, mm, I really hate hate this Joseph Hawk kid because, you know, he, he likes to do his impression of me. And um, I just oh want to show him my bank account with like four plus something billion dollars. Joe, that's a geek point because when I said this is your chance to do that, I really thought you would balk at it. And you did not hesitate did like not. even a second. Listen, I will have that anvil drop right on my head. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Also, it's it's part of going to be part of my reel for when I uh, go to you know sign up for any more voice acting gigs. Yeah, do it, <laughs> Lucas. It up. That works. I, I've got a Lucas. If you want mm-hmm. to, George Lucas. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is this has been a real showstopper no, episode. We thought this was going to go. I gotta tell you. Uh, does it ever go like how we thought it was going no, to go? Never. That's why we do it. Yeah. 
So so glitches in stuff that Disney owns versus stuff that other people own. We yes. were talking about we oh. were talking about that earlier with the Muppets as the Muppets. well. There's some yeah. issues. Yeah. So so if, if you don't know, Kayla is a huge Muppets fan. Huge. Um, the one day we were when we were working at the uh, at the thrift store cleaning some glasses that had been donated that were disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're sitting there and and I think I would put on like Spotify or something and it was the Muppet movie, the original Muppet movie soundtrack. And Kayla, without missing a beat, hits every song word, <laughs> word, word timed perfectly. The only thing she doesn't do is a Kermit. Um, hi ho, hi ho. <laughs> Apparently, Pete does. <laughs> I, I also do a Kermit, um, and it was a fine Kermit. And and, and, and I have sung. Uh, Rainbow Connection. I actually nice. was going to bring up the subject of Rainbow Connection because I do love Rainbow point Connection. You both. Um, I think my song was Moving Right Along. Moving Right Along. Dig-a-doon, dig-a-doon. Dig that. <laughs> um, that is your key point right there. <laughs> um, no, her real geek point should be for Imagine That. Oh. Or, or yes. The, yeah. Yep. We're sitting there and she's just... And that song... That song moves. Yeah. It yeah, it's it's a quick fire that that late seventies, early eighties dance into the the the, the burgeoning hip hop, you know, pacing and rhyming, and it was just like, can't you picture? Yeah. But like when you get into like the when like you know with Doctor Teeth, Jelly Belly Wiggling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you mean like Lin Manuel Miranda uh, reboot? Is that what you're suggesting by this? Mm-hmm. No, but I would like to <laughs> just throwing that out I would, there. I would like to alert my future into best the friend, universe, my future best friend Lin Manuel Miranda, <laughs> um, that or as I know, like to call him, Lin Manuel Miranda Lambert. No, 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 Pete, Lin Manuel Noriega. No, no, Pete, bad Pete, Pete. This is my future best friend you're talking about, Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, who? My future best friend. But what was his name again? Lynn Manuel. <laughs> Anyhow, that is the reason why I can't remember math. <laughs> <laughs> the, so we're looking at though what what's included. And Kayla was the other day was was needing some comfort entertainment, and she was looking through. And there's there's the Great Muppet Caper. Mm-hmm. There's the the original Muppet movie. There's Muppets Treasure Island, Baby Muppets. I mean, there's like everything but Muppets Take Manhattan and Muppets from Space. We and just, Muppets from right, Space. And Muppets yeah. from Space. So before the show, we did a little digging. Guess who owns the distribution rights to those two films? Those two specific movies. Mm-hmm. Who is it in that case? Sony. Sony. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Did not know that. That's a geek point. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure which one of you two figured well, that actually, out. Actually, we have but... to give it to Joe and Nakia because they were both looking up stuff on it. Huh. Yeah. Um, so, and and that led to a conversation about wow, Sony likes to be a thorn in Disney's side. Yep. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Seriously. Someone needs to do so, it. <laughs> dear Sony, give me back my Muppets. <laughs> Does that mean like? Kermit will be appearing in the third Spider-Man film. Is that how this is going to work? And the role of, of Tobey Maguire. Not all. Oh my God! Can cakes. Kermit be Uncle Ben, please? <gasps> oh God! What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, uh, Peter, I just let's let's have a talk. With great power 
I'm a great responsibility. Oh, my legs. <laughs> Someone took my legs. Also, it's not easy being green. <laughs> Peter, okay. Peter, you're a Spider-Man. Yeah! <laughs> now go get that chef that's got my legs. <laughs> <laughs> and the villain will be Doc Hopper. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm pointing all of you. Just right down the line. There. Uh. <laughs> Millions of uh, tiny frogs on tiny crutches. <laughs> <laughs> that's a oh, geek point man. for you. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because <laughs> that is that like I, I that line and, and I was we just had it on before we started taping and uh, recording and I was like, he said that and I was like, oh Kermit, oh <laughs> oh buddy, I need to <laughs> oh. I was yeah. very traumatized the way that when I was little. I was just like absolutely mortified because I think that was probably the first time in my life that I knew that frog legs were a thing. Like I think that movie told me, you know, informed yeah. me that frog legs were a thing. And I, I remember being very upset <laughs> by that. I, 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 I'm probably the same, same where it's like... <laughs> And then, you know, years la- a few years later, my grandmother, like, I came home from school the one day, and she was like, oh, I got a tree for you. you know, one of our friends, she had this, and it was French fried frog legs. Oof. Oh. Mm. Mm. Nope. Mm. Nope. That, w- that would have been, like, instant cry and run to my room. <laughs> <laughs> and did you have any? I did. How they were, were delicious, they? weren't they? Tastes like chicken. They're good. <laughs> it was. It was. It was like. It was like having like a like a little chicken wing. Mm, it is. It, it is like chicken wings. I've had oh them. Oh my god. They're. Shh. Okay. View, listening audience, earmuffs. They're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, there's that little little twick in the back of your head going. Eh, oh. Look. But then there's a tiny Palpatine on your shoulder going, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Sheev does show up on my shoulder every so often going, yes. Give in to your feelings. Yes. The buffalo sauce. (laughs) Dip the chicken. I know you said your stomach was upset, but no, that sriracha is so good. Absolute (laughs) blue cheese. Listen, you're not dark siding my blue cheese, okay? Blue cheese is wonderful, and you'll leave it alone. I agree that it's wonderful. <laughs> Give, now, already we can rule the uh, rule the, 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 the Hooters. <laughs> As father and son? Oh, God. This is devolving very quickly. As, as we bring these two things together, Disney Plus and Star Wars, by the way. So I was just going to say we're bringing together Star Wars and Hooters, guys. Well, so, well, we can. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. So um, when I turned on the Disney Plus for the first time, uh, I went ahead and also turned on A New Hope because that is exactly what I think everyone has come to expect from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not have time to just sit and watch the whole thing, but I watched up through about the point at which um, – R2 and NC3PO are, are crash landing on, on Tatooine. Um, so just, just a few minutes just to kind of like, you know, like a like like smoking a joint. I just needed to mm-hmm. take a minute to just find my, my happy place, find my peace. I've watched five of the movies already. You're and, in good company. So following that, I decided that I am going to go ahead and no time limit, no time restriction. I'm going to work my way through it. Yep. So I went ahead and stopped A New Hope. 
went back to the Phantom Menace and decided I'm going to start at the beginning. Look, once you get past those first three, then you then you just have the fun parts. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're gonna talk, we're, one day we're going to talk about Star Wars. A New Hope. A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> a New Hope is the reward you get for watching Attack of the Clones. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. <laughs> um, I, listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna vo- voice up that Revenge of the Sith. Is your reward for saying through Attack of the Clones? Uh oh. Oh, a dissenting opinion was Okay, offered. so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I, I hear your dissent, and I'm not. I, I'm, I'm right in the middle between the two of you right oh. now. Because my way of looking at it is um, if you get uh, your, your leg cut off without anesthesia, taking a slap in the face is like, it's not too bad, you know? Like, oh, okay. It's not great, but okay. at least I'm not paying as much attention to my bleeding foot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's revenge. I enjoy, unpopular opinion, I do enjoy portions of Revenge of the Sith. Did you like the Uba robots? I, no. Uba. No, what She's even is going on She's lost the will to live. Right what even? Uba. What, what She's even dying is of a broken heart. In that? <laughs> Two things that robots don't understand. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess the thing with me with Revenge of the Sith is it all comes down to that moment at which um, Obi-Wan tells tells Anakin, I loved you. You were my brother. And then I just, I, I cannot, I involuntarily start crying. Um, oh, I, I can't no, not no, cry I, at that. I'm, I, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it was like absolutely. when they're having that, when they're having that exchange, and he's like, you know, you were supposed to, you know, bring balance, not you know, destroy. It. I'm like, you know, I mean, there are so many problems with that movie, like the use of the phrase "only Sith deal in absolutes," a very absolutist phrase. <laughs> what? Oh, Wait, how, what? How did you feel about? Obi-Wan walking away while Anakin screamed while he was burning uh, well, instead of going I mean, back and finishing him off. Oh my god, he's so loud and whiny. Like, that is the pinnacle of his loud whininess. Like, <laughs> all right, um, I think I left my space oven on. I gotta go. Obi watched him catch got, a fire and start screaming, and he just, I can't watch this. Oh, and walks this is away. gross. Better go check on Padme. She's. You kind of choked her out there for a little bit. Got it. You know, she's pregnant, by the way. Did you did you notice that there? I got it. Would it have been better if at the last moment he stopped, turned around, came back, knelt down next to burning Anakin where it looked like maybe he's going to help him and he just went, high ground. <laughs> I had it. And then turned around and walked away? Yes. A thousand <laughs> times, yes. I actually saw something a while ago where somebody went back and digitally or, or somehow, I don't know how they did it, but actually did like where he started to walk away came back <laughs> and stabbed Anakin and then walked away <laughs> and then all the movies are better okay I'm gonna say that <laughs> there's a real plot hole then for <laughs> he, he somehow pulled a pillow out from underneath his Jedi robes pushed it down over Anakin's face he was like shh, sleep, sleep shh, it's okay quiet sweet go to prince. sleep go to sleep prince. it's okay <laughs> That, Sleep with angels. And, that, and then space angels. Well, because clearly angels exist because Padme looks like one. Yeah, the exactly. deep space spacers have talked about them. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, then, so then when he, gets, when he gets back to the shuttle and Padme goes, where's Anakin? He goes, he's on a farm upstate. Oh, he's, got, no. he's got plenty of room to run around. Oh, yeah. Oh, that boy. way when she loses the will to live, he could just force her to get over that dude. And now she's better. <laughs> <laughs> I can raise her children. Right. Listen, don't make me give 
don't make me give the kid to Senator I can't have a kid and uh, and the, give Luke the, to, the, to the, the moisture farmers on a desert planet and let him keep his same name and leave him with his family how is that hiding him right. <laughs> what could go wrong his Look, actual family he had a lot on his mind that day oh who the, Obi the entire republic <laughs> just fell apart Yes. He's Yoda's tangentially attached to it. He should have given him to Yoda. You're running away? Take this kid also, to Dagobah with you. Right. Also, oh, we definitely yeah, need yeah, to step like, back on the phrase, I don't, all the Jedi just died. Because every time we turn around, another Jedi pops up. Well, okay. Did you know Yoda was A sort of like, large diaper change, I do not. <laughs> yes. Uh. You know, it's funny, though, when, going back to the angel thing, every time I see that, my brain, for some reason, and this is the weirdest jump, my brain goes to the Wake Angels and Titan AE. Mm. Oh, when they he says, you know, the, they good talk call. they talk about it, that's and I'm like, point. ooh, that's an interesting little crossover. Take there. your geek point and go. Okay, you got it. <laughs> I, would, I just, I just say, you know, it makes yeah. sense to me. Like there, there you go. There's your angels, you know. And we know that there are at least a few things that exist in the vacuum of space in the Star Wars universe. Like Minox. a Princess Leia? Uh, like a Princess Leia? Like Princess <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a, a cold, cold, absolute zero geek point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's so like, angry. Work for Star-Lord. Okay? <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. No. No, you are not. No, she is not. No. Oh, man. So much no. Oh my god! If I had a Molotov cocktail in that theater, I would have hit the screen with it right there. <laughs> Movie over for everyone. As long as you yell Bortles while you do it. Uh, I love you, good place. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Okay, we keep doing this to ourselves tonight. <laughs> this has been a night, that's for sure. Uh, a night we will not soon. For what were we doing? We were talking about oh, Nikia. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is he still here? I am. Guess yeah, who's he, coming to dinner? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're having dinner? Sweet. Cool. I'm hungry. I'm going to give that a classic film geek That's point. a different Aww. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we talked. For, talk, for the original, not the reboot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> we, talk, we talked about your, your artistic career. Yes. We talked about your into comics and all of those things. Yes. We talked cosplay about your show. Acting and cosplay. Yes. We talked about that that mining colony you bought on Bespin. It was probably a poor investment. Probably. Your cape closet. Yes. <laughs> I want to see your cape closet. It's a pretty sweet cape closet. <laughs> that sounded very rude. <laughs> I'm sorry, was I not supposed to say that? I want to start a Twitter feed that's just called things that aren't rude but sound rude. <laughs> Uh, be great. I want to see your cape closet. <laughs> That's one of the, the first tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that uh, could get interesting. We might have to do that as like a under the geekiest, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, also, or, or we could just call it hashtag. That's a t-shirt. There you oh, go. nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty sweet hashtag. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we'd, we've been doing for a while. We've been doing, if you go back and listen to our shows in the Not Safe for Wizards, which is our other our other actual play show, every time something like that comes up, it's like, that's a t-shirt. You know? And eventually, we're going to have a t-shirt store. Swear. Yeah. <laughs> and Do the first it. one will be hashtag, that's a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> I love please it. Don't, please don't steal that idea. Oh, man. Oh, you did put it out there. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. I'm tweeting so, it now. Which means we have to do it now. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> tweet it immediately. If I tweet it, that, that means I claim it, right? It's like I licked it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Or you licked so. it, you peed on it, all of it. Yep. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so we got that. So what are you what are you up to these days? These days? Oh, man. Now that I've got a little bit of freedom, I, um, I'm working on a couple of things. I'm working on uh, some logo stuff. Um, logos for you or do you do you like stuff for other people uh, uh for other other people okay. um there are two other podcasts i'm affiliated with or just my friends are on them and and i'm doing a logo for one of them cool um i've got some other stuff that's coming out next year that i can't really talk about okay. but hopefully fingers crossed it'll be great well when um, it comes out next year we'll just have to have you back on for yes yes uh i'll probably be starting a patreon soon to promote some of it okay so, awesome. let us know we will definitely throw links out there yes yes i cool. i'm real excited about that actually um secret project secret project um <laughs> one's a dream project, project that i've been working on for a little while i also oh you know what i can talk about i um me and some friends because i i had a podcast a long long time ago um and the guys that i was on that with we did a web series um we put on kickstarter got funded we filmed uh, 10 or 11 episodes uh but we're still we've been fiending to do some new stuff so we are in the process of putting out some horror shorts i wrote uh first draft of one that a producer has right now and is looking at it and uh, i just finished the first draft of a second one that i'm real proud of uh, and I'm about to start writing the second draft of that one. Um, but that will probably start filming by the end of the year. I'm real excited about that. Very though. cool. That's really cool. Is there a title yet? Is there a way we can help promote that? Um, there's no working titles yet. Okay. There's like like loose titles that are probably going to change. But I will, you guys will be the first people I let know yeah, when we please. start to put stuff together for real, real. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got. We are all about independent creativity and putting your work out there and getting stuff done. That's that's what we do here, you know. And we like to support other people that are doing that too. I like that because we're all a bunch of kids. Aww, and we're inheriting the world. (laughs) And 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 also trying to find ways to not have to sell our souls to corporate uh, overlords. Yeah, that's the worst thing. But we are willing if anybody is willing to sponsor us. (laughs) Um. (laughs) The other side of that is yeah, no, no, sponsorship is different. Than, than you know, than, than selling your soul. Yeah, we all have awesome voices. We can do all kinds of spots, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do we? <laughs> yes. You two. You you three. <laughs> My Kermit was sketchy. What? It, you it you have fine. other talents. Let's let's talk about your radio voice. Hashtag things that are are dirty and sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's talents. <laughs> Old time radio. Yep. yep. Oh man, you should do a, an old time radio show, but like talk about modern things. <laughs> I can't talk about that currently. <laughs> things we can't talk about. Uh, <laughs> secret plans. Ooh, secret plans. I'm building a Death Star. I knew it. Pete, come on. How many times? <laughs> oh, have to... that was the. Oh, that, oh. No, 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 no. Not, <laughs> you said I didn't. No, no, not not that. That's the secret plan. It's why are we doing that again? Come on, we had this discussion. It is a dumb idea. It is. because Okay, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Are we going to make it bigger? Here's the thing. I understand. We built that Death Star. It didn't work. I, I get it. I get it. it. But it was a weird fluke. Okay? So we built another Death Star. That didn't and work. I know that that didn't work, but 
bear with me on this. Then we built the third one. We built a whole planet Death Star <laughs> because that can't go wrong. And and yes, yes, it did. It did go wrong, but. Fourth time's a charm. Fourth Death Star. <laughs> it's going to be the size of a galaxy. Oh. Can't go wrong. Can't go. Not that big. No. Like, it's it's going to be the size of a galaxy. Okay, okay, there will be a significant exhaust port because. Well, that's we, a lot of energy. Right? you got to vent your exhaust. Yeah. Um, I have an exhaust port, and it's turned out fine for me. Has it, though? <laughs> not for you. <laughs> has it, though, Pete? It's fine for me, not for you. See, there's a jump there. I thought maybe like you know we we turn it inside out and make it a Dyson sphere kind of thing where like it was all kind of internal. I'm glad you meant the Death Star, but it took me a second. I thought you were talking about my personal exhaust port, and I was like, let's not turn that inside out, please. <laughs> <laughs> I like that just the way it is. But I, I'd like to throw a geek point for the Dyson sphere reference. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Um, but but Pete, I'm I'm gonna correct you. They kind of did a fourth Death Star. They took like the Death Star weapon and put it on tracks. You mean the dark saber? Was that what they ended up calling No, that was what they called the... Uh, well, okay. In the original EU, that was the, yeah, dark, we're, the Dark Saber. Yeah, we're talking about, not talking about that thing that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, man. Oh. They yeah. changed it all. Yeah. So we can no, get Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about the, the giant laser that they're trying to use on uh, Salt Planet to, to break open the door. Oh. Yeah. That was, that that was the Death Star, Star Tech. You're right. You're right. Oh, Geek point. So You're right. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about... Lots of that movie. Lots of that movie. Very little Death Star. You're right. So, so fifth Death Star, galaxy size Death Star. Oh my God! If somehow that's the plot of Rise of Skywalker. Oh no! <laughs> don't. Why would you? Do, why would you put mad. that out there? Why would you put that out okay, there? Okay, then so it can't really be a galaxy size, but like a system size Death Star. But still, I mean, arguably wasn't. Starkiller base, kind of like a Death Star that was the size of a star system no. because it was sucking in star energy. No, it was still just a planet-sized thing. Mm -hmm. It However, did destroy that whole galaxy, though. It did. However, all I'm saying is... Twice. Again, you're... Twice. The, the, <laughs> oh, my God. The, the, the weapon is just... <laughs> 18th time's the charm. Oh, no. You just had a total like flash on that, didn't you? It had to destroy the galaxy twice. Okay, check it out. Oh, boy. It sucked, on, all the it sucked, sucked the sun up, right? Right. So That's the sun isn't where it's supposed to be, right? Which destroys that galaxy. What destroys that, that star system? That star system, right? And That's then they blew it up, making a star, a sun, in a place where there isn't supposed to be a sun, which also what? messes up that star system again. That hurts my head. So because the star, the sun was over here, and, and then we took it away, yeah. and all of this is messed up now, and then we put a sun over here. Where's so it's all double messed up. The sun up. over here that we created coming. When they when they blew up the Starkiller base, it made a sun. Oh, 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 I get you. I know what you're talking about. Right. Now. I thought you were talking about like what they hit with the Starkiller weapon. Well, that that system is also destroyed because there are five planets. There are a lot planets. of destroyed systems right the, now. There are five planets that are that aren't where they're supposed to be. So all the gravity is messed up over there. But over here, there's a sun where it's not supposed to be. This. That's what happens every time I go home too. Well, no, this, this is. This, this is something that isn't supposed no, to be. No, but this is this is like this is. I love my, your kids. Don't listen to this. <laughs> this is my whole argument, like for a new hope. They have the Death Star. It's a planet killer. You're waiting for the fourth moon of Yavin to come around <laughs> this gas giant planet, blow up the fucking gas giant planet. The moon's gonna go spinning off. If it isn't destroyed by the debris, yeah. into deep space, and everybody on it's dead. Just love it. 
This isn't supposed to make sense. It's just supposed to be. Look, fun. it's got space wizards. Okay, space wizards. <laughs> it does have space Shh. wizards. Space wizards. I mean, at least with at least with the with the Return of the Jedi Death Star. Oh no, it wasn't fully operational. Oh, well, no. it wasn't it? But they weren't. It was a convertible. <laughs> Listen, I think this time the engineers were like, okay, uh, uh, Sheevy baby, because uh, that's what they call them. <laughs> As one was. What, 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 what's the primary thing we need to get online before we get everything? And he's like, definitely the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Palpatine tell them where the actual shield generator was? He's the one that leaked the information. Here's, here's what I like. To Lead him to an empty base with nothing in it. Hey, there's nothing here. Yeah, now everyone loses. <laughs> See, Not, no, now he's nothing. Nothing. It's just loaded to explode. As soon as, boom, done. No more rebels. And then you win. <laughs> See what I like to think really happened here with this Death Star Two Electric Boogaloo is that you know we had this first Death Star all the breaking and locking and popping. There was an absolutely necessary exhaust port. Which okay yes Rogue One tells us that it was intentionally and intentionally. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sure 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 but. <laughs> I feel like as as the designers, you know, as your crew of engineers were like taking all of this heat for the being in the profession of being a Death Star engineer, because we know that at this point, um, uh, Galen Erso is gone. But, um, you know, other people, his his protégés, if you will. Uh, we're just going to stop you for a geek point I know on they, Galen Erso. Oh, I was, was going to do that, too. Oh, thank, thank you. You. Um, you know, they got a lot of heat in the aftermath. I'm sure your friend Shiev <laughs> was like. Who told you to put an exhaust port? Like, no, it was bad. Everybody's really mad. A lot of people died. Uh, a lot of people with families presumably died. Thank you for your service, stormtroopers. Um, <laughs> they took a lot of heat. So then it was like, I didn't personally, I didn't do, I just make me another one. I didn't. Fine. You know what? The whole fucking thing is a goddamn exhaust port. How do you like that? That was the finished second Death Star. That's what they wanted it to look like at the end. It was all no. exhaust port. I'm gonna <laughs> all exhaust port. I'm gonna make a hot a, a hot take. Uh, Please and don't don't anyone be angry with me. Done. I'm already uh, angry with you. <laughs> I I hate Jedi. Like I hate Jedi almost like the more religion than, or the movie. The movie like like almost more than the prequels because uh, Luke Skywalker's a murderer. <laughs> And listen, there are a lot of murderers in right, those movies. But like the plan to rescue Han is so convoluted that I feel like what, it's rid- droids. Then he sent his friend. Then he first, first sent some other people. First, you have Lando infiltrate. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm gonna send some droids, and I'm gonna hide my weapon in one of the droids. So hopefully they don't destroy the droids. And then we're gonna send Leia and Chewbacca in undercover. Yep. And then on the night that Leia's gonna break out Han. Uh, Jabba finds out clearly, and Lando knew clearly, but no one warned Leia, so she still tries to break him out. And why does she try to like thaw him out right there? The thing is on an anti gravity well; she could just push him out the door quietly. And then Luke's gonna show up without a weapon. Just love it. He's gonna almost die. But the part that makes me angry is Leia kills Jabba. Luke finished the guards off. Luke finished off Fett. There are no. I mean, there. Fett finished off. Fett. Yeah, well, Fett finished off Fett. Uh, excuse me, Sarlacc finished off Fett. <laughs> no, give Sar- credit. Give Sarlacc credit. is still finishing off Fett. <laughs> There's no more bad guys, 
and Luke still says, point the gun at the deck. And I'm like, oh, the only people on the barge are slaves and, like, the bartenders. <laughs> and Luke still blows the barge up for no reason. Well, the bad guys are dead. You own a barge now. There was a deleted scene where he definitely, like, flipped them a double bird. And, and then blew it up left, yeah. for no Obviously reason. never played D&D. Clearly. <laughs> like, that's your barge. Just drive it away. <laughs> But they had I mean, a smaller, less convenient bar. Yeah, I was so angry. I was like, you "No, know, I've never thought about that." I'm going to throw a geek point on that one. <laughs> I, it's, I but yeah, no, it's because it's like, yeah, because all the guards who are out there, who are out there trying to stop them, all the Gormian, Gormian, one more time, Gamorian, 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 um, all of them are out there, and they're just getting hacked and shot and slashed up and knocked over into the Sarlacc, and yeah, yeah. yeah at the end of it, like. I mean, but you, like you said, you got the slaves. You got maybe the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A good one from the original 1983 version. Not that Jedi Rocks. Yeah, we're not going to. Max Rebo is dead because of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> oh, man. Galaxy-renowned musician Max Rebo dies at the hand of maniac wannabe Jedi. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm going to point you for Max Rebo. I'm so angry. I love Max Rebo, and he's dead now because of he's Luke. He's a cute elephant guy. <laughs> Uh, Max said, "Do nothing to you, homie." <laughs> but that jizz band is still playing in the cantina. <laughs> I love how we, we Star Wars is like your favorite movie to pick apart. It's like you it love is. to hate it, but you love it. Anyway, I love it. You know, I love it. Like you I have love to it. love it anyway. But it's I gotta contradict you there, Pete. Oh, oh. Can we just make that a segment at this point? <laughs> Can we get like a jingle for it? I'm gonna contradict you, Pete. <laughs> because because when Vader arrives on the Death Star, Death Star Two, Electric Boogaloo, mm. um, or Death Star Two, Death Star Harder, still death, <laughs> um, and 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 Vader's talking to a construction foreman slash Imperial Navy guy. He's like you Steve know. Carlsberg. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's. He's like, you know, the, 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 the plan is, is outrageous. How you know, and he's like, mm, the Emperor expects this to be done. So it wasn't completed, okay? Mm-mm, Let's mm-mm. just That's what every engineer says. He was done. <laughs> there comes a point where you're just stroking yourself. We are not we are not using Star Trek engineer logic. Here. Just stroking yourself. <laughs> You know, like, that perfect symphony is never quite finished. My novel will never get published because I'm not done with it. But there is whole sections of it still missing. That's the exhaust port. (laughs) There's plenty of room for all of the exhaust to exit the reactor now. Also for all of the bits to exit the reactor. Also for that proton torpedo. Also for the reactor to exit the reactor. Uh, For an entire squadron of x-wings y-wings and a uh, millennium falcon no more trenches okay <laughs> fine no trenches <laughs> what about like an x-wing sized hallway <laughs> shaped even mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's a little tight maybe we blow it out and make it more like yt 1300 sized there but not big enough for it to get through with the radar dish no that no that's how we'll stop them then they're flying blind. <laughs> Which apparently not. Oh, God. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I always wondered, though? When uh, when Palpatine gets tossed down into the reactor, there's a little bit of like... Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh. Well. Thanks, trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but you get that, you get that, that little like, 
Like, he explodes. Yeah. Something explodes. Like, hmm. A humanoid body generally doesn't have explosive material in it unless she humanoid body is generally not full of dark dark sidiness well he was stuff. like actively force lightning when he got thrown and he had built up like a lot of energy so it was that's i don't know no he just shot a hole in the side and then floated out through space down to indoor what you didn't hear is he was yelling, no, it's okay. I've got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> and, and and as someone else has pointed out before, uh, I, and I'm reading is, all that ships, all those ships, all the, the Death Star, all that crap is going to be raining down oh, on yeah. the forest moon of Endor. Thanks, yeah. trailer. Um, <laughs> and, and, like, there would be some, like, real toxic chemicals and nonsense in there. Goodbye, Ewoks. Yeah. Which, I mean, might interrupt the Ewok you know, feasting on humanoid flesh uh, dinner. Probably for the best. <laughs> like, I... Uh, <laughs> like, I love the movie, but I love to... Hate, listen, no, no. I'm not, like, The Death Star blows up, right? And then if I'm piloting one of the Star Destroyers that are clearly there, I see Palpatine's ship leave the Death Star, I'm just going to assume Palpatine's alive. Why do we retreat? Like, we have... We have t- Death, we have we have star destroyers. We can blow that planet up right now if we felt like it. Well, arguably because once Palpatine was gone, he was no longer using his force ability of battle meditation, and therefore all of the Imperial forces fell into chaos. Oh, because they didn't feel the twing twinglings of of because yes. of, twinglings help. He, he wasn't sitting on his shoulders saying, "Do it, push the button." <laughs> battle <laughs> aren't, aren't one with soldiers; they're one with twingling. All right. <laughs> yes, fire those turbo lasers at the planet. Yes, that's what you must do. Twingle them all. <laughs> and, and wait a minute, but if you're the captain of one of these Star Destroyers and you see, you know, Palps's shuttle going, and it's like, why is he Why is he going down to Endor? What's, why is he? Yeah. You know, Did he just me, switch sides? Oh, my no. God. Let me blow the rest of these rebels up, and then we can ask him questions. I will tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what goes through your mind if you are the captain of an Imperial Star Destroyer over the Battle of Endor and A-Wing. Ah. (laughs) the bad thing is i normally could have told you who was piloting it too and now i cannot think of what his name is and i do know it because i consider him to be i i have advocated in the past that the new republic needs to build a statue heroes of of the rebellion and that would have uh, wedge wedge Wedge. no no no, 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 i'm sorry it's the fallen heroes of the republic because any any good self-respecting statue is only wedge (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't need a Luke statue. I don't need a Chewie. I just need Wedge Antilles, wait, wait, wait. Hero of the Republic. We we have to get a, a Luke. Uh, we have to get a Chewie statue because he got screwed over on the whole metal thing. All right, we'll give him yeah. a part of a statue. Um, <laughs> he gets a plaque. Dude, he flies that ship, okay? He, he does pull the lever, as I discovered. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the fallen heroes of the Republic is um, Dak. Dak. Um, Porkins. Yeah. Porkins. Yes. And the guy whose name I now cannot think of who was piloting the A-Wing um, over the, the Battle of Endor. Those are our fallen heroes of the Republic. Oh, that's going to make me crazy till I remember his name. He Darn he it. got a posthumous medal for it and everything. In fact, there is a Star Wars Republic medal named after him. It's like the such and such award, and it's whatever his name is now. I, I don't remember what it is that they give to uh, like valorous acts of mm. combat um, in the New Republic. And I, I don't remember his name. There's a comic where where somebody found Chewie's medal, like he got a medal but he never received it. Like they lost it. Yeah, it was and lost. Then, Chewie. I think it was Tag and Pinker dead. They they and they showed up at, in the aftermath of the uh, ooh, of the the party and found Chewie's medal. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, tag and bink. What? What? What was going on like moments before that ceremony started? They were like, "All right, is everybody in place? Hey, the hey. troops are all in their sections." Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are, wait, wait, do we make sure that 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 three PO unit has uh, that shine all the way up? Gloss him up really good. He's in his places. Everybody's in their places. Who's got the medals? Okay, we got one, two. Wait, what? Where's the th- the third one? The, what? Nobody knows. <laughs> well, give the two we've got to the humans then. <laughs> Because space racism. Yeah, yeah. Space racism. So, Spacism. So what you're saying is that the rebellion was no better in its human-centricism centricism as uh, well, the Empire was. There at least was, I guess, a medal. Geek point to Kayla. Um, <laughs> you. Dad, even Lucas said the Tank of Binker Dead was canon. when they Because they put it out and they sent it to him and he was like, absolutely all of it. And he... And I'm sure Kathleen Kennedy at some point just flushed that too. Yep. Just, was, that, was that bitterness? She's just somewhere going. <laughs> I've been never really finishing it. Because she's not allowed to, because that would make that movie not PG 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mass uh, audiences, that's what we need. I guess actually, if you don't actually say it, you can go PG. Yeah. No matter how, what the body count is, as you know, stormtroopers fall over dead. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Only I didn't say fudge. <laughs> so now nice, that we have completely... Nice Christmas story reference. Thank you. <laughs> Getting into completely the holiday season. Completely torn apart Star Wars. Can we talk about Mandalorian? Should we? Can oh, we? yes, of course we are. Oh, um, my God, oh, my God. Let, let me just put it here. Spoiler alerts. I'm not going to do where the time you can... This is spoiler alerts. Here we if go. you haven't here, watched it yet... Buckle up, buttercup. If you haven't watched it yet, or you haven't seen the image on all the social media i want to know what rock you're hiding under and how you're listening to our podcast um okay it's not nice some people don't have disney well no i'm saying but if you haven't seen like all the stuff on social media where like uh true there have been spoilers all over social media so yeah this is the official warning here it comes we're going to talk about some mandalorian spoilers that said (laughs) i would like for these to be gentle mandalorian spoilers because even i have seen the first episode and despite the fact that last Friday, which at the time of this recording, uh, Monday the 18th, um, I have I was going to watch it this afternoon, and I, I ran out of time, and I did not have a chance to watch episode two yet. So we can only talk about episode one, because Pete... Sorry, guys. <laughs> was out of town this weekend, uh, and I ran out of time today. Okay, fine. Okay. We can do that. I was having a philo- philosophy discussion with uh, my college friends. That's As fine. one does. Was First it about all, Star Wars? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I just got lied to. <laughs> I feel that way too. No, no, yes. Um. <laughs> so the Mandalorian. Yes. Wow. Who wants to jump in? First uh, of all, kick us off here. visually, absolutely I, beautiful. I've got one complaint. Hit me. Oh shit. Visually, <laughs> in the beginning, like the first, very dark, like. Not like dark, like themes, just overall dark. Like, um. In that scene in that first bar, you mean? Yeah. In that scene in the first bar, and then when he meets the client. Oh. Very, very dark. Very, um. If you're gonna get. <laughs> Are we a little on the nose with space Nazis at this point? Listen, Werner Herzog? Werner Herzog? Yeah. Not, I'm sorry, not to imply that Werner Herzog is a Nazi. Not what I meant. No, no, no. But but if you're going to have someone play a space Nazi, right? 
It's Werner Herzog it's or Christoph Waltz. So delightfully showman. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Can we have Christoph Waltz be uh, also be an imperial? I listen. If if I can, you know, swing any, I have no power. He, I, I could see him easily as a like white uniformed uh, ISB. Agent. Um, uh, Grand Admiral, whatever he wants to be, Steve <laughs> Carlsberg. <laughs> So anyway, Mandalorian. So other than yes. that, Sorry. like like that th- was just a little little dark. It was sort of almost like when we um, like the the last couple episodes of Game of Thrones. I mean, yes, I know it was set at night, but it was just it was very dark, hard to hard to make out some things. Um, I was like, oh, is this you know is is it, is it the TV? And then like you know a couple scenes later, you're outside, you see the ship, and it's like, nope, nope, that's they they hmm. just were a little dark. That's interesting. I did not have a particular problem, and I am quick to be like, I can't see what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't really, really have that problem in that one. Maybe, maybe it's you. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's me. <laughs> <laughs> My and that's not what. <laughs> and that's when age caught up with Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's coming for me. I like a Mandalorian. <laughs> so I was very hopeful all through production. Um, you know, John Favreau. Um, sure, I'm on board. Um, Dave Filani. Dave Filani. Um, Pablo Pascal in a mysterious role. Uh, all the pieces seemed very good. Uh, but 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 I know enough at this point to be cautiously optimistic about anything. Like, I've been burned too many times at this point. And there was no Obi-Wan to just walk up and go, shh, <laughs> <laughs> and put a pillow over my head. Um, <laughs> I was very happy. I was very happy. I was very happy that they clearly did not feel like they needed to just continue to ape the same things that we've seen in Star Wars over and over for the sake of comfort. That they, not to say they didn't ape many other things, but it was it was fresh. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna do something different with Star Wars, man, taking a bounty hunter. And making him Clint Eastwood's man with no name, like yes, go yeah. with that feeling. Yeah. Go with that feeling. I'm on board. Yeah, no, the the these, and I don't remember. Like I remember seeing the couple trailers they put out, and it was like nothing in it really gave me the spaghetti western feel that it has. I agree. Now, I mean, that might also be because you know your the trailers didn't really inc- include any of the music. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was like. So as watched, I was like, "This is this is Star Wars the Western." It really is. <laughs> yeah, it's you know. amazing. And I mean, Star Wars has always lended itself well, potentially to that. I mean, I mean, the Star Wars universe lends itself potentially well to literally just about anything. You know, you've got such a a diverse, wide galaxy of of potential, and which is why it always seems like such a shame that we just keep rehashing the same storyline over, 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 over and over and over. Yep. Uh, so expect that by the end of this season of Mandalorian, there's a even bigger Death Star to for <laughs> our Mandalorian friend to contend with. Um, but no, so far it's it's like you know it's fresh without necessarily being fresh. It's 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 mm-hmm. taking familiar things but inserting them into places where we don't expect to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, sure. it definitely. You know, I mean, and especially with the actual Mandalorian ethnicity, you know. Where we really didn't get, like, movie-wise, you never really got, like, a, a feel for what this group is. I mean, you know, you had to be pretty pretty deep in your geek to know that, you know, oh, Boba Fett was wearing Mandalorian battle armor. Um, and, and they, you know, and then watching Clone Wars, and he got a little bit more of the whole background. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Clone Wars the series, not, you know. Not Clone Wars the war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, so many clones. Yeah, yeah. I so, really loved getting into the lore. Needlessly yeah. lost of it. That the whole, the whole like the the armor, the whole blacksmith thing was just. Oh my god, was that really good? Oh, oh. it was amazing. You know, and that just that touches my heart from my background too. And mm-hmm. it's just like, holy cow! And I'm really hoping that we get to see get to see more of that kind of stuff and the revealing of of the Mandalorian lore. Um, what I thought was cool is up until now. As the as we have very often once with the exception of the the Clone Wars thing, we haven't really heard like Mandalorian speak, and when we have, it's very like short, choppy sentences, and he speaks like a person, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like he has a personality. He speaks like a person. He's not just like the the dark stoic. Like there's a little bit of a sense of humor, and kudos to an actor who can emote literally through a helmet through his body language and so through well. his body language mm-hmm. and you get all of those little subtleties you get him annoyed you get him pissed off you get him exasperated you get all of these things that oh my god to act through that yeah is amazing i i do also just find that i you know everybody likes to have a character that they can relate to and i feel like any character who every other line might as well just basically be him going <sighs> Yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I feel you, buddy. I do. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely, as you're watching, you're like, this is that job you you really Ugh. you really need to go back, get back to, to that planet and find Carl Weathers and just punch him in the face. <laughs> right in his face. Mm-hmm. After you punch Werner Herzog in the face. No reward is worth this. Yeah. Thank you. That's a geek point. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, definitely watching it was like, yeah, you can just get and and it, the the, the uh, we watched the second episode and there's there are some moments where he does some stuff, so just some physical reactions, you know, nonverbal communication where you're yeah. just like, well, that guy's that guy's a really good actor. He is incredible. You know? mm-hmm. Not only that, but also like emoting through like talking through a walkie-talkie. You know, that's yeah, yeah, that you know, that changes his voice and he can still. Yeah, you know, make his voice heard. So here was something that Kayla and I were, I think, watching the first episode. And I'm like, over under a number of episodes before he takes his helmet off. Oh yeah. Oh, it's got to happen. Uh, I don't believe you we will so? see him take his helmet, off, take his helmet through off through season one. If anything, I, think he is. I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of season one, like the closing shot, will be him from behind removing the helmet, but we won't see his face. That I can definitely see happening. Yeah. No. that yeah. That makes. I'm going to say episode five, Helmet Comes Right Off. Really? You think? Yeah. What, does, okay. Um, what's our episode count for season one? Does anybody know offhand? I think it's 10, but I'm not sure. I want to say it's, I want to say I want to say it's, it's 10. 10. I think it's a short mm-hmm. season. It's 10. So eight, yeah, eight to 10. Yeah, only, what, five, half hour episodes, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. It is. It is isn't yeah. it? Episode oh, five, man. Helmet Right Off. I feel like a lot Okay. Of episode All five? Right. All right. Yep. All right. Okay. Calling it. So, so after episode five, we're going to revisit that and we'll shout out to you on the show. Do it. <laughs> I will listen. <laughs> <laughs> you you win the internet. Um, <laughs> that happens. So yeah, it was it was you know that was one of the things like I, I it's one of those where it's sort of like the Sam and Diane will they won't they will they won't right. they I'm like I would I would prefer just we go the whole yeah never take it off like never take never it off. Mm-hmm. never see his face underneath 
It's uh, like dread. I also like, would love that. Yeah. Never take the helmet. Yeah. I, I also would love that. That's the lore. Stay with the lore. Right. I love you it. Know? Do I think that'll happen? No. I no. think I think just Eventually. knowing the population as I know, you know. he's going to Stallone it and just be like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, speaking of people who um, it it ruins the mystique when we saw their face in the show. Uh, it was so nice to see. Nick Nolte just showed up to set and they started filming him. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Nolte. Well, I mean, they got his hair under control. <laughs> <laughs> I have spoken. In, in all fairness, though, man, Nick Nolte was really good in it. Um, yeah, his, he was. His, yeah, he has just like a way to the way he expresses himself verbally uh, that makes that character so much fun. Um, he has spoken. Yeah, no, that uh, that's we, a t-shirt. Mm. We were we were um, we were we were talking about that, and I remember like we're because it's like you saw oh and uh, Taika Waititi was also in it, and I was like we're trying to figure out it's like okay, and I saw like Nick Nolte, I was like okay, who were they? And it took me a couple minutes to kind of figure. I was like, oh, now here's the thing, I my one my one bone to pick is is. Nick Nolte's Ugnot, the tallest Ugnot in all of Ugnotdom. He does seem like a very tall Ugnot. Also, I did not expect Ugnots to speak common. Um, basic. Basic. Sorry, speak. I D&D'd in there. there you did D&D. I apologize. Geek point for Joe. I apologize. Um, yeah, that seemed like that's not a language I, I expected them to be verbalizing. Um, I... Because you're a space racist. I <laughs> well, maybe maybe his that whole thing of him being a little bigger and speaking common. He's, he's a little different. He's half. That's why he's kind of on his uh, own. Uh, yeah, he's ooh. got like Jawa blood or something. He's more the ugly. Why would he be <laughs> taller than if he was Jawa blooded? Because <laughs> he then speaks just, very good Jawa. <laughs> then he'd be shrouded too. <laughs> um. Uh, other other appearances that we saw that were fun for those in the know. Um, the did you did you realize that the alien that was his first bounty there at the beginning was um, Saturday Night Live and Mad TV alum Horatio Sands? I did. I Ooh. saw that afterwards. I saw that afterwards. Um, it made sense. It was a, it was a comedian of some sort. Also, speaking of uh, of, of appearances, the uh, the Sands well. Ice speeder, the land speeder. I don't know what he was. Um, was driven by Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn, a very funny comedian. I love him. Funny on, comedian uh, and Midnight. also fellow podcaster who has an actual play, Nerd Poker. Woo! Shout out to Nerd Poker. I did not Points realize he had an actual play. Yeah, he's had an actual play for a couple. Of years. He's actually had two versions of it uh, of Nerd Poker. Once with Earwolf, and then once on his own. Now, hmm, we need to talk him into into guesting on the geekiest. We swap guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who's going to their show? You're you're always trying to get rid of me anyway. It's me. <laughs> um, Brian Brian Posehn was a, a very welcome uh, cameo in uh, there. I enjoyed that quite a bit. And then got eaten by. The oh thing. yeah, I guess he did. <laughs> and that was the last we saw of him. <laughs> um, so here's my question: Are we to understand that that speeder was? a rebuilt version of Luke's because I could not help but notice that the broker there beforehand was wearing the same mask as the uh, Imperial informant in a new hope. Well, he's of that. He was a, well, that's not just a mask. That's a, that's a race. I, yeah, that's, that's a race. Maybe they've changed things in the EU, but I remember way back in the day as a kid, 
reading that that was a mask or it was a um, like he was disguised. Oh, because um, I know in the EU that guy is actually featured in Tales from Mos Eisley Cantina, and I don't know he, if is I read a, that he is a he is a specific race whose name slips my mind right uh, now. Um, but he was he was like working for the Imperials. I had read now, again, something it was part of the EU, so yeah, I don't I don't remember what it was, but way way back in the day, I remember reading something that like. His nose was like a false nose, and he was in disguise, and you know maybe because he he's a snitch. Maybe he was disguised as that race. Oh, oh. Doctor Crusher had to fix him. What? Costing awesome. <laughs> fandoms again. You know the fans hate it when we do that, mm -mm -mm -mm. which is why we do it. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's doing making any alterations, it's Doctor Azvan. <laughs> he's got the death sentence in twelve systems. <laughs> um, that's I. Jesus, yeah. Pete, that's a big one. I, I go forgot deep. what the hell his name was a long time and, ago. <laughs> and and uh, it was funny because in the other scene, uh, in the the cantina scene, there was a uh, walrus guy, and I was like, "Oh, is that that can't be Papa Faba? He he died. He did die. He died. Dead. 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 He dead. Geek point. <laughs> Living geek point. Mm. <laughs> so Nakira, are we spoiling it all for you? Is it horrible? Are you never gonna watch it now? Uh, I'll probably watch it. Good. I just haven't watched it yet. Good. You should. So the the one, the only downside I have is that it's not bingeable. <laughs> Seriously, it's like you get done with the episode, it's like one more. We're, okay, next week. I mean, I, I kind of like that. Um, I mean, again, we've mentioned this before in the most insidious of ways. You got to give it to Disney. Because man, they're they're brilliant. They they're know how brilliant. to keep you on the hook. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's your right. first hit. It's on me. <laughs> also, I don't know what drug dealer says that, but give them my number. <laughs> um, <laughs> but man, they are just hooking you and keeping you on the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It definitely is. Uh, it definitely. Uh, it just. It's so good. Um, I love. The credit, the post, the, the 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 credits artwork. Yes. Um, yes. It like I remember watching. I was like, "That's oh, that's not pictures. That's I mean, that's not like stills. That's it's art. That's it's art. Drawings. That's that's paintings of the scenes." But Joe, in, in, in like but Joe, it's all it's all art. Well, yes, it is all <laughs> art. But it, it and it almost, but it does almost have. I mean, it definitely has that spaghetti western end credits feel. Um. And it's just like, okay, wow, this is like, I want a book of the the end credit images. I'm, I'm fairly sure certain it's, it's uh, coming. Yeah, yeah there's going to be an art book it's, coming out. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you've not yeah. met our friend Disney. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, monetize everything. Yes. Right. Everything. Everything. Well, I was talking to a friend, you know, the whole like Baby Yoda obsession, and I was like, this means that by Christmas, oh, no. the amount of merch oh, no. that is going to be out. Every is... baby will be dressed up as Baby Yoda. Oh, my God. Uh, that'll, be next, that'll be next year's uh, Halloween. biggest Halloween, Halloween costume. costume. Yeah. Baby okay. Halloween costume. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there is going to be so much I, stuff. I, I have one thing I really need them to at some point address in the next couple episodes. The race name, species name. Yoda. Uh, Yoda. Because you got Yoda, you had Yaddle and Phantom Menace, mm -hmm. but we don't know their race name. Yoda. 
It's not can't be Yoda. George Lucas has gone on record saying that his race is Yoda. Yeah, but because George he's Lucas the only one. George Lucas. No, back he at isn't. the point in which he no, back when Menace, back when he was the only back one. Back when he was the only one. I remember that that it was actually that the Yoda and then, was pre prequels and the then species. he put Yaddle in. So, but it's like Mario. Like Mario's last name is Mario, and Yaddle's last name is Yoda. Yaddle Yoda. Yoda, Yoda. <laughs> Yoda's last name is Yoda. Yoda Yoda. Yoda Yoda. Yoda Yoda. Yoda. Yoda man. No. no. Oh. All day no. Yoda. <laughs> I love that weird owl song. I, so you, much. you know my kids you, also love I that song. I have to give you a groaning geek point <laughs> for that. I listened to that eighth grade while we were traveling around Washington DC in the bus. <laughs> doing the eighth grade Washington tour. Me and friends sat there with our Walkmans listening to the tape it was a tape not a cd listening to it and listening to it until you uh wore a hole in that uh that tape <laughs> was that and my my tape of queen uh comes alive 1976 good call good call that's why we're friends yeah so mandalorian i'm definitely i i think we're all pretty well hooked for it waiting for more episodes please give us more of those sweet sweet episodes sweet sweet candy but please keep his helmet on Please keep the helmet on. Let's can we start a, a, a Twitter campaign? Keep the helmet on. I keep the helmet. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be like hashtag helmet, hashtag no helmet. You know, it's gonna oh happen. man, it's going to happen. It's like I want the helmet off so bad. <laughs> I mean, listen, he is not a uh, he's not a bad looking man. So if we well, yeah, the helmet off. That's why I think the helmet's got to come off because we want to put the because b- now we, the butts we have in the to seats. Have the sex appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, on the flip side, the, what if he takes the, the helmet off and we find that his face has been crushed in? What? Oh, Game of Thrones crossover. Oh. Uh, no, he's going to be sexy. They just put him in a healing tank. A little Bacta. That's yeah, good yeah. for you. Yeah. I mean, sure, you might. If that hose comes out, you might drown in it, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll revive you. Um, so I think we've, we've covered a lot of stuff. We've ripped apart Star Wars yet again. We have yet again destroyed Star Wars and still admitted that we love it. Still we have love a knack it. for that. Still love it. So when looking at the time, I think uh, we should probably go to the big board and see how things wind up. Oh. Wow. That's a lot of points. Kayla got more than one point. I know. <laughs> what what happened there? Well, you told me I should talk more, so I did. Yeah. yeah. So we've got Kayla in at five. That's that's a record for me. That is a record. Wow. That is a record. Pete, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Pete, you, you're, you're in with seven. I'll take it. And I've got ten, and Nakia's got ten. Wow. And uh, all ties go to the guest. Oh, yeah. man. So Nakia, you are the geekiest this week. So that means I, you I feel get so honored. Yeah, hit us with some shameless plugs. One day we'll shameless have a shirt. plugs. Okay, uh, what can I plug? Uh, follow Anything me. Everything. Follow me on the gram uh, at pencil pusher underscore x. Uh, I'll be posting a lot of stuff in there uh, in the upcoming days. Now that I've got some time, uh, listen to uh, my two affiliated podcast, um, Taste of Dragons and tater talk not the baseball one there's a baseball tater talk not that one there's another one uh and i guess uh oh look up the 3000 brigade on the youtube watch me do some sexy stuff on stage definitely gonna check Flips all that and out. dancing and yeah. stuff like that definitely get those links from you so we can put yeah, those yeah. in the show notes sweet kayla where can they find you they can find me at 
uh, Hawk underscore Kayla, K-A-I-L-A, on Twitter. Um, again, I don't check Twitter all that often, but if anything cool comes up, Joe always tells me. Uh, <laughs> um, and you can find me at um, all of my thrift store links, Secondhand Goddess Everywhere. Uh, or if you're in South Florida and in downtown Davie, come visit us at Secondhand Goddess at 4148 Davie Road. Um, and you can also find me playing Jade on Not Safe for Wizards. Pete, where can they find you, follow you? You can find me in your sexiest of nightmares. It's really very contrary. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at the It's Just Pete. Uh, it only right at this moment occurs to me that two weeks ago I promised I was going to make an email address. Guess how much percentage of that I did? Zero percent. I did not do it. I promise this time I will have an email address up and running for the purposes of communication with our wonderful listening audience. That's you, uh, fair listener. Uh, you can also find me uh, sometimes playing uh, Orion, the dogmatic uh, paladin on Not Safe for Wizards. Uh, from time to time, I guess my stint has mord. I think at this point has yeah. come to an end. Yeah, yeah. your stint of mord is, is um, over. But for a bit, you could find you could find me as Mord the Hobgoblin, uh, and um, yeah, um, on on finer Broward related college campuses. <laughs> you can find. Uh, well, okay, I want to take a moment, Pete. Yeah, I know I joke about you know replacing you and all that and uh i just want to say as as much as i enjoy doing the show when it's just kayla and i and our guest having you in the co-host seat um is a real pleasure and and it is missed when you're not here Aww. So okay. I just that's want... a geek point for loving me <laughs> <laughs> um but i just want to like i just want to let you know i know i know we joke around about replacing you but um never that's not gonna happen thank you um, you can find me at Demorgus on Twitter. You can find the show uh, across all the social medias at The Geekiest Pod. You can also find me as the DM on Not Safe for Wizards, where I play everybody that's not one of the characters. <laughs> um, on IMDb, you're listed as various voices. I am. <laughs> um, and if you are in the South Florida area, uh, keep an eye out for things coming from the evolving DM mm -hmm. um, because I'm going to be start offering things like a monthly one shot, uh, a monthly intro to D and D uh, two session, a monthly campaign, uh, and starting in the new year, a three month six session DMs Academy. Nice. As a DM, yep. you really are like a Pokemon. You are. He's evolving. Evolving. Yeah. <laughs> you evolving and, DM. And DM this is isn't even my final form. <laughs> <laughs> it never is. Well, I want to thank everybody for taking a listen this week, and we'll be talking to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. We Bye. love you. Hey there, listener. Before we get out of here, just want to uh, ask you to do us a little favor. Um, two little favors. One, if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review there. Five stars would be great, but hey, we're leaving that up to you. And second would be... Share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you think would enjoy a deep dive into geek culture. Uh, that would definitely help us. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was brought to you by Armored Bear Productions.